Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's 8pm here on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. My name, as ever, is Ben Ward from the show Eclectic Kettle, to which you are now listening. You might remember, if you're an avid listener, that last week was the very final Eclectic Kettle. We uh, with the very last live show. Uh, Simon and I were in the studio together. Huge crowds. We got pretty drunk. Fun was had by all. Really wonderful time. Uh, for the month of December, to round out Kettle's run and get us over that magical five-year milestone that we realised while we were on air last week, we're going to rerun some much older, dare we say, classic episodes of Eclectic Kettle uh, for yours and our entertainment. This week's is episode number 42, which dates back to 2014. Uh, so before we set that running, just a couple of pieces of housekeeping for you, because it's now 2018. Uh, so first of all, uh, BFF.FM is currently running its 2018 winter fundraiser. Please swing by BFF.FM slash donate. Uh, you can learn all about the amazing rewards that you can get for becoming either a monthly member uh, of our community or uh, making one-off donations. Um, that is hugely appreciated. We'll try and inject another little plug for that into the show somewhere. But um, please support the fundraiser. Um, we, uh, we really love doing what we do, and uh, we hope you do too. Uh, secondly, um, just a little plug, because uh, while we're doing this throughout January... Come, sorry, December, come January, uh, I uh, will be starting a brand new show. It's going to be called No Magic. It's going to air at 8pm here on Tuesday evenings, just the same. Um, and if you'd like to learn about that, uh, you can go to uh, www.nomagic.show uh, and it'll take you to the right place on the BFF.FM website. It's nomagic.show. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast in advance, or you should be able to by the time you hear this, I hope. Um, and um, I'll tell you a little more about what to expect from that show in the future. Meanwhile, here is Eclectic Kettle, episode number 42, which we, for some reason, called The Answer. It's also the one where we play Crossy Road Live. So, you know, enjoy.
that was uh, the Large Glass from Museum of Love's new self-titled record. Um, that is out on DFA. I uh, I like to start the show with a jam. Like one gets gets the pulse racing a little bit, gets the adrenaline up, gives Simon time to fuck around with the turntables and not know what he's doing. Well, if somebody hadn't nicked the headphones off the turntable, um, and I only realised 30 seconds before your song ended, we'd have been fine. And yet, and yet we still were. We still were. Um, that went remarkably well. I, um, did, I did remark to someone before the show that incompetence is part of our brand, so we're just living up to our brand values. Oh, I'm really sad you used the word brand. Um, I know, I did it on purpose. I, I know, because you're a cock. Yeah. Uh, how are you this fine evening, Mr. Butterstoney? Um, I probably sound like crap because I was in bed all weekend with a cold, but, you know, such is life. All right. I probably sound a little bit like crap because usually when I eat Mexican food, I get a bit phlegmy. TMI. It's, it's, it's important so that people understand why I am retching on the show, even though I'm not sick, even though I'm about to spend two hours locked in a room with you. Um, so therefore, please... I'm not contagious anymore. It's fine. Please, please send uh, fruit baskets to my house, dear listeners. <clears throat> you are listening to Eclectic Kettle here on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. He's Ben Ward. I am. Uh, your Mr. Simon Battistoni, as I think I already said in I passing. I think you but, did. Uh, it's fine. We'll introduce you twice. Well, it's fun because both of us are in the studio. for It's been for the past few months. Um, we've Both of us have been in and out of the studio at different times. Uh, having surgery and travelling and being ill and going to shows. Yeah, uh, you, but, me, you, both. Anyway. But we've we've had we've had a chance to have some wonderful co-hosts in the meantime. We have. That's true. Um, I've listened to some of them, including many thanks last week to uh, DJ Packet of Crisps, as she was for the night. Uh, our dear friend Karen, who is usually known as DJ Small Crimes. Um, if you don't already listen to her show, Ghost Hardware, on Thursday 6 to 8. Then you should. Um, which will also be a nice lead-in for uh, other Ben Russo's new time slot. Indeed. And he uh, plays fantastic stuff. It's really a, there's, there's a lot of excellent radio happening here in this small room. Um, not, this, not necessarily right now. No promises. Don't want to put the pressure on too high any more than usual. We're going to try and do okay. Um, Although there is some pressure this week, frankly, because uh, another of our recent excellent co-hosts, yes, uh, Miss Laura Gluhanit. I can never remember. She told me wow. the other you had week. Her, you had her on the show, thereby forcing. I know. She told me on the show what it was. I'm sorry, Laura. Out loud. Uh, oh. I think it's Laura Gluhanik. I, I, I remember. I'm going to get angry tweets. I'm waiting for angry tweets. Um, anyway, right. we'll, 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 we'll... she's hosting a listening party for our show tonight, which is which is uh, appropriate since the show before us is called Listening Party. But there is an eclectic kettle gathering happening right now. The fact that we have even a listener still astounds me. I, th I think the, the amazing revelation about the fact that the people who listen to our show get together and listen to it in a group is that now it means that should we ever stumble upon our listening numbers, which I continue to avoid finding out, uh, we can just multiply them by, like, four? I believe you know, there's at every, least four. For every unique stream, we know that every single one of you is, like, four people getting just absolutely wasted on red wine. Yes. Uh, which we, we salute you for that. We do. Um, I believe there's also tea involved, based on a, a photo that was recently tweeted to me. But yes, uh, we... Is it, is, it, whoa, 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 is it red wine in a teacup? Probably. Because that sounds much more plausible at this hour. Uh, 
it should be red wine in a teacup. I don't know. Anyway, you you join us for two hours of eclectic kettle from now until ten p.m. Where uh, Simon and I will basically be insulting our friends, uh, but not intentionally. Well, sort of intentionally, but not in a bad way, in a nice way, in a friendly way. In a, in a loving way. In a, actually, I kind of wish I had a teacup of red wine kind of way. Yes. Uh, if anybody can deliver a teacup of red wine to the studio in the next two hours, we, we'd be very grateful. <laughs> Would they roll it in on an actual tea trolley? Like yes, rattling, please. Rattling along Cap Street. Yes, uh, that would be incredible, and you will definitely get mugged. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Simon Battistoni, do you have some music to play? I do. Apparently, Irk is right. It's Laura Gluhanik. Right. I'm going to remember that now, having embarrassed myself on the radio. But anyway, yes, a, a shout-out. Is, is, is that how you remember everything? What, by being embarrassed? On the radio? Yes. And that explains a lot about how you host. It does. I'm constantly opening myself up to embarrassment, just so I remember things. Splendid. Music. Uh, music, yes. I'm actually going to start out um, talking of, of Laura, um, and we should we should also we, we should mention the other members of this listening party: uh, Emily, Janet, and Jerry Anna, all there, I believe, drinking red wine out of teacups. Anyway, um, talking of Laura, uh, we had a conversation during the show. I I played uh, "Easy" by Sun Lux, and we had a conversation about. The recent video that had surfaced of Lord's live performance of it, mm-hmm. um, and of course, it turns out that on the Alternate Worlds EP that Sunlux put out after Lanterns earlier this year, mm-hmm. there's actually a remix of Easy with Lord doing the vocals. Um, and so, as as a little as a little gift for our for our listening party and our our past guest co-host, I wanted to start out with that tonight. All right, because it's awesome, and because it's—it's. It's, I mean, it's Lord plus Sunlux. You can't really go too far wrong. Indeed. Uh, do you need me to get out of the way of the terminal so you can set it up, or is uh, it? Um, yeah. Hang on. Uh, if you just move a little bit, I'm—I'm going to shut up. Uh, For those playing visual radio at home, we fucked up and we're sat the wrong way round, and now Simon's going to have to do something. I'm going to dive. Agile. I'm going to dive across the, the studio in such a way that you will not even notice the gap. Except we've told you. I'm literally going to. it works. I'm literally going to rip off my headphones for visual radio. I'm going to rip off my headphones, dive across the studio, pushing a microphone out the way. There's going to be a barrel roll. Hit, gonna I'm, be... I'm going to hit a button on the console, put the slider up to the right volume, and then press start on the turntable. Well, I'm aroused. It's going to be sexy. All right, now you see. Are you, you ready? Could, you realise you could have done that while I was coming for you, but by all means, do it now in this awkward silence. Let's. Well, no, I want to see how short the awkward silence is at this how? point. You, you, don't you don't, clearly don't understand how awkward scientists work. You're supposed to shut up and do the thing. I'm going to do the thing. All Are right. we ready? Yes. Yeah, so that didn't work. Um, let's play it from somewhere else. Let's, uh, let's tone that down. <clears throat> to be fair, that wasn't Simon's fault. His, uh, his agile dive across the studio effort... It's co- is it oh, not because those things are turned down? Zero, yes. Okay. Should we try again? Uh, whoever last used the turntables, I hate you and I'm coming for you later. Yeah, it's not unreasonable. They've, they've clearly been... Well, it might be unreasonable, depending on who it was and, you know, how powerful they are. You know, they might be stronger than us. Uh, so you always got you always got to pick your fights wisely. Right. This yes. has been one of the most incompetent starts to this show forever, but here we go. To be fair, the very start was quite good. It's just uh, everything... Apart from how you mixed ev- up the reference you wanted to make. Oh, I got that mostly right. Apart from the most important word. 
Um, this is easy. Switch screens by Sunlux with Lord.
Charlie XCX with London Queen, which a song uh, is a song I came across recently, and I kind of had to play it on this show because I don't think either of your humble co-hosts ever thought they'd be living in the USA doing things the American way, or indeed living here doing things the British way. I was going to say that's slightly more accurate, uh, but no, I didn't plan this. I just kind of showed up. It just sort of happened, uh, and but you know we're mostly glad to be here. Well, people find the British way quite endearing. They do. It it definitely it gets you some leeway sometimes. Uh, you might you might even say it's better. Yes, possibly. This is, you can say yes. It's a safe space. It's just you and me in a box. Well, it's getting harder to argue that these days, frankly, given the state of our home nation. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The world in general's not doing great, is it? This one of the, yeah, this is one of. The, uh... I don't know. We were talking about this earlier. We were, we were, we were, we were, we were going to say if you, if you, if you hear in the background during during the show, you know, we do. Although the, the studio has been quite beautifully upgraded in recent weeks, there's extra plexiglass, which I suppose is soundproofing. Um, we were going to say, you know, there's, there's usually throughout the course of the show, you'll hear passing sirens, the occasional sort of uh, angered cries of a <clears throat> uh, nearby nearby homeless person um uh, this evening if you happen to hear the sound of helicopters overhead um that is because down at 24th and valencia there is a i guess reasonably sizable protest going on um in solidarity with the people in ferguson and we were we would we were you know we, we were discussing what to 
what 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 to, what to say about current affairs we were discussing really that we that it seemed weird to not mention it at all well but yeah. as two you know rather privileged white guys living in san francisco there's also not a whole lot useful that we can say about it it's just i mean i don't know i i'm going through a strange phase where it's one of the it's it's one of those um it's one of those events that happens of which there are frankly too many uh that um makes me feel especially powerless over here especially when you know like the the exclusion from the political process for what good voting might do about this kind of institutional bullshit but i, I don't know i i was, I was saying and uh, you see now i started talking about it and i was meaning not to it's an odd position to be in it's just I, like, think... I don't know I, I i i have nothing intelligent to say about this i have nothing overly stupid to say about this i'm just like basically despairing i think the key is that as uh frankly as white people we shouldn't have anything to say about it we should shut the hell up and what we should do is point people towards uh, voices in the black community who are talking about it. And the best starting point I've found is to, if you haven't already, it came out a while ago now, but it has been being pointed to recently for obvious reasons. Tarnashi Coates back in June wrote a pretty amazing piece for The Atlantic called The Case for Reparations. And uh, really it's a very good summary of all of the institutional awfulness that leads to situations like this. Um, and if you want to understand why there is outrage, why there are protests, why this is happening, it's a great place to start. There are things you can donate to. Ferguson Public Library have been staying open uh, as a safe space for kids while the schools are shut, as a safe space for the community to gather and reach out. And you can donate to them via their webpage. Um, they are really one of the only functioning community services reliably in Ferguson right now. Um, it's and worth, point, worth pointing out that if you follow, if you check out um, at Ferguson Library on Twitter, which is the Twitter account for said Ferguson Library, they have also um, named and recommended other local institutions and groups uh, that are worth donating to in addition to them. Indeed. Uh, so that's what I have to say about that, because there's not much else to say. <clears throat> and uh, in the meantime, the best thing we can do is provide something that soothes people's souls in the form of music. I'm not entirely sure if our playlist is set up for soothing people's souls, but... Well, maybe yeah, make anyway, them dance a bit. Uh, I've got some dancey stuff coming up. Well, that'll be a plus. It will be a plus. I don't know. Uh, yes, it's all all very fair. The only the only thing I'm going to disagree disagree with you about is that I think, frankly, whatever the colour of your skin, you should be fucking outraged. You um, should be outraged, but but the, the voices to listen to are the are the ones yes, of the yes, people. Yes, 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 yes. Being affected. That much is that much is. Very yeah, clear. if you're not, not outraged, saying, not there's something saying, wrong with you. I'm not saying speak for people from the you know comfortable safety of the other coast. I'm saying be really fucking pissed off. Yeah. All right. And that's enough of that. Although Indeed. It's never enough of that, but you know what I mean. For the purposes of this radio program. It's not what we're here for. It's not. All right. It's not something we can ignore either. Moving on. Let's play some music. I was about to, and then you, you, your sentence just kept going. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> Are you trying to make me cough on air now? Well, I assumed you were going to cough on air anyway. That's, uh, in the <coughs> oh, there you go. There we go. Got that out of the way. That's, that's your one cough? Uh, not guaranteeing that, no. Right, there you go. No, don't make promises. All right, we're going to keep going with more new music because, uh, yes. Um, the, the band Greylag um, have an album out. It is also self-titled because apparently 
apparently a large amount of my playlist this evening is like stuff from self-titled records so I, why not i have one of those well, I, I always like to think bands like that they just got tired at the end they're like they named their band they went on tour a bit they made some songs and then they got to right guys we've got to name the album i'm tired can we just name it after the band yeah sure done i uh i have a different outlook on that um, not to incessantly disagree with you, but... This is uh, what we do on this show. Carry it on. Is, it is better when we do, I concede. But uh, no, I think uh, if it's your first album, it's completely legitimate to name it after yourself because it's like, hey, we've formed this band, this is our band, this is our sound, and if we're lucky, we'll get to make another one and we'll figure out what to call that later. The ones I find strange are the ones where you name your fourth album after the band, like Interpol did, um, which especially when that was already the name that you gave to your debut EP. Um, yeah, but nobody remembers the debut EP. Apart from, you know, Interpol fans. Apart from yeah. fans. Apart yeah. from, <laughs> from, from the people who actually Apart from the people who bought it, yes. Um, but the, between that and also, what did they call the most recent one? It was like, it was, it was like, L... Nippo or something. It was, it was an anagram of Interpol. They basically, they have truly run out of names. That, that, that's a case of... Yeah, El Pinto. That's it. Oh. Yeah, you see what they did there? I, I do, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, what happened to... What happened to you know, they could have had, could have had names. I, uh, well, I, I do sort of... I mean, if you're going to go this route, I sort of like uh, FKA Twig's approach with... She's currently put out EP1, EP2, and LP1. There's at least a sort of uh, stark elegance to that. Yes, although I, I, I mean... I guess that's the most recent example. I would say Led Zeppelin might be, or Scott Walker might be the more historical example. Yes. For for the um, number yourself. Um, well, they method. went with band name followed by number. Yes. She sort of stripped it right back as basic as you can go. Well, she could take she could take the the type of record off. I guess she could have just released one, two, one, and three. three just go go by the uh, registration number of your label's. Uh, Release catalogue. Someone like on Warp. EMI. Warp. Someone Warp, on Warp, Warp, Warp must Warp, have done that. Warp 45. Um, must have. Somebody has done that, but I don't remember who it is, so I'm not going to try and, like, um and, uh and guess on the air like I usually do. Instead... I'm going to play some songs. I'm going to play that Greylag song that I talked about, like, five minutes ago. That's a good um, idea. This is Yours to Shake by Greylag. Right channel. Um, you know how everything's fucking up? Yeah. So I did that thing where I slightly moved... I have an old laptop, and the, uh, oh, the, 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 headphone, the headphone jack is, you know, fucked. So even the slightest sort of earth movement um, disconnects the headphone jack. So you double-click and you press play, and it's like, oh, does this have a quiet intro? I don't really remember. Let's listen to it for 15 more seconds while we wait to see if the song kicks in, only to realise it's coming out of the laptop speakers and it's just been however long of dead air. But this week we caught it. We're getting better at, you know, you how shit everything is. Right, let's try again. Uh, this is Yours to Shake by Grayling.
Oceans! That was Ark by We Are The Ocean. Oh, that was some operatic nonsense. It really was nonsensically operatic. In, in, in a good way. They, they well, didn't, that's, why, that's why I played it. They didn't cross the muse threshold. <laughs> the... The event, describe, the, the event did, horizon since, that since, Muse since, fell into. Since we, since we just had this conversation, describe the Muse threshold. Well, Muse are awful. In my opinion, I always had an irrational hatred of Muse from the beginning, but, but as you were saying, Muse just got... They got so into their own operaticness that they sort of had to keep one-upping it every album until it was just sort of unbearably... It, it was... It was ridiculous, but they were still taking it seriously. The the other band that we said, you know, there's reflections of in We Are The Ocean's music is The Darkness, but The Darkness absolutely in no way ever took themselves seriously for even a second. No. They did take a serious amount of drugs. They did. To the degree that the guy... Actually, they keep... Though, the, like, the guy disappeared to therapy. Justin Hawkins disappeared to therapy and then came back and they reformed. Yes. I have no idea what the music sounds like now. But they were always sort of a parody of maybe themselves. They're a, maybe they're a folk quartet now. It could be. That'd be amazing. That would um, be great, actually. <clears throat> they also, I think they also had a big fight with the mustache bassist. Um, anywho, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, we were saying, I, 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 I as, a, as, a, as a younger man, quite enjoyed Muse. Uh, I also irrationally hated them right at the beginning because I was like obviously a massive diehard Radiohead fan. And I was obviously offended because uh, the mainstream media told me to be. Um, and then like Plugin Baby came out and it was like, oh, that's fucking great. Uh, and then everything, and yeah, as you say, it's it's sort of a little bit like they like they built a boxcar and strapped a shitload of petroleum to it and launched themselves up a hill. Everything getting more and more ridiculous with every album. Uh, until eventually they got to the end of um, whatever the album was with Knights of Cydonia at the end, which is the most absurd and, I think, brilliant um, piece of over-the-top operatic nonsense that they could possibly have made, and the video to go with it matches it. And then the, the slightly unfortunate thing was it turned out the hill that they were jetting up was not, in fact, a, a hill. It was a cliff. And yeah. they came back with another album where it's like, well, shit, everything has to sound as ridiculous as Knights of Cydonia. And everyone's like, oh, and, you know, people, discerning people in the back were like, uh, actually, Matt, I don't, I don't think it does. Oh, shit. I, I think an, and, hour, uh, an hour long of that might be too well, much. He, he, came, he came back with like a three-part symphony. Uh, and, then, and then they tried to make dubstep with instruments, which yeah. is uh, my abridged history of Muse, everybody. To be fair, um, in before, an entirely different way, Guns yeah. N' Roses, it, it's actually very similar to the history of Guns N' Roses, basically. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I think the point where Guns N' Roses uh, I mean, recorded a ten and a half minute long track about a guy trapped in a coma was pretty much their sort of cliff point. Yeah, and then you I know, feel like they've they've gone further though by you know replacing the entire band and oh, well, Muse just aren't old enough yet. You just you wait. <laughs> You've got all that to I, look forward to as a former Muse fan. <laughs> just I'm, I'm just indifferent. Anyway, uh, before that we played uh, was it all graying. Grey Lag. Grey Lag. I, can't, uh, oh. I, I, I never remember the name. It's not actually so. a very good band name. Grey Lag. Grey it's, Lag. It's, it's, it's in the Coldplay school of naming. It's like, let's take two random words and smush them together and hope that people sort of don't notice. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of sad. But yes, fine. Grey Lag. Uh, with their song, which has a name? 
uh, yours to shake. Thanks. Which is quite a good name for a song. They should they should uh, they should revisit their their band naming now that they've learned how to name things. God, we're such fucking snobs. Yeah. Like every so many... every every episode is like oh let's just critique the names of the bands that we play. There are a lot of silly band names. If you're going to smush two words together, there's so many better words that you could put together Go that on would then. sound better. Smooth biscuit would be a better band name than Grey Leg. <laughs> All right, another one. Um, fluffy Cause heart. Because if we're gonna fluffy know... heart is a damn good band name. If you're a little bit poppy, a little bit you know got a little psychedelic thing in there, fluffy heart would be a fucking great band name. Because yeah, the together. thing is, the only way we can really get away with this kind of um, frankly lazy criticism of everyone that we play on the show uh, is that we will obviously have to form a band. But obviously, the bands we form will be shite. No, so I... we're going to need a lot of names for all of the new bands that we form after we disband the first band. I think there are enough shitty band names around that we should just start a a um, consultancy that bands just hire in order to name the band. Um, We're just a band naming service. Namemyband.com Band brand. See, we're already good at that. Right there. That's great. That's two words smushed together that sounds really good. Not for a band, but for a... <laughs> for, for, a, for, for, a band, for a band naming consultancy. Indeed. Yeah, all right. Done. We're done. in business. Um, Deal. We've got a new new business. Anybody got a band needs naming, you come straight to us. Um, yeah, or, you know... Or have a have a little think by yourselves first. But if then you come to us, if your first answer, <laughs> then come to us. We'll just honestly, unreasonably criticise it live on the air, um, and then you can either keep it or it's like oh, we'll, we'll give you an alternative. Or, I think grey leg or, stick or twist. I think grey leg should be called smooth biscuit. <laughs> do, do you think that's Done. representative of their music? Yes. Do you, Do you remember what the music sounded like? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. I think it works perfectly well. You see, sorry, you say smooth biscuit, I just think of half man, half biscuit, which don't sound anything like Greylag. True, That's and also- they and they've kind of owned they've kind of owned the biscuit name for quite some time. I don't know. I think that I think their their uh, biscuity star is fading. It's going stale. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, my, kindly, laugh, my kindly, laugh sounds especially awful this week. It, Don't it's, make it's me laugh. Extra, it's it's got really a kind of extra this, kind of hyena quality to it. This, um, oh dear, by disgusting. all means, by all means, continue the radio program. Let's do that. Um, a newish band on the Jag Jaguar label, um, which is the real. While we're criticising names, is the actual name of the label. Not it is ju- the actual not name just of the label. a stutter that Simon's developed. The band name is is Viet Cong, which. Uh, I guess we could criticise for potentially being a little tasteless. No. Not sure. No, I think it's fine. It actually suits their music really well. Um, <laughs> the, cons- the consultancy has consulted and we've decided it's okay. We'll it's allow okay. It. We uh, allow that. Fun fact, uh, this was also on my playlist this week. This same oh, song. it was. And it's the first time we've ever actually collided on a song. Wow. You so, didn't tell me that before right now. Well, because I took it out. Because that's why I asked you yes. for your playlist and I took right. it out and I just, you know, improvised. Yep, um, they have a self-titled album, second one of the show tonight, which is coming out on January the 20th, it's their first album, so it fits Ben's rule of acceptable self-titled albums, as discussed earlier. <laughs> They're also going to be one, playing... One of the core values of our consultancy yes. is that by naming your band, we will also name your first album. Uh, no, it's not, it's, not, uh, it's, it's not mandatory, but we will review the, the intended name of your first album. Because if, if we give you a brilliant band name and then you call your first album something terrible... Well, it's a waste, yeah. We could give you a brilliant band name and then you could go ahead and call your first album Grey Lag and we'd be back to where we started. Might be some sort of infringement. Anyway, um, 
Viet Cong, their album Viet Cong will be out on January the 20th. They will also be playing the Rickshaw Stop in San Francisco on March the 5th. Christ, um, that's all next year. Everything's next year now. I'm really... We're rushing towards the end of the year at a frightening pace. Really and nothing up, happens in I'm December. Kind of, I'm, I'm a bit upset about that. Don't be. It's a brand new year. Exciting new things will happen. Uh, <laughs> like Viet Cong shows. And all the shows I'm excited about, like Caribou and Father John Misty, which I'm just so excited about. I could cry. But I'm not going to. I'm going to play... We're being, we're being quite effectively trolled on the internet right now. You should play a song... I'm going to play a song so I can catch up on all the trolling that's happening. You're, you're going to you're going to play a song so that our trolly friends can actually have a fucking drink. Yeah. Oh, they they only drink when we're playing songs. Uh, from the, we were going to drink every time we played a song, but we're way too sober, which I think is uh, understandable criticism. Well, my dears, we're going to play three songs in a row, but uh, you might want to put your drinks down for the second one because it's really uh, I can't stop dancing to it, and I'm uh, not even good at dancing. Um, oh, we're going to start. I'll, get, I'll set up. We're going to start with a new Viet Cong single. Uh, it's an advanced single from their album, and it's called Continental Shelf.
steady, but it's over love. That's all for us. Well, maybe we can work it out. I know what you're doing when you're falling apart. I know how you're feeling when you're breaking my heart. I know it's big, baby, but it's over love. That's all for us. Well, maybe we can work it out. I know, I know. I know, I know. I know, I know. I know we can work it out. I know, I know. I know, I know. I know, I know. I know we can work it out. I know you're feeling a thousand degrees. I know you'd like to take one last shot of me. I know we've debated, but it's over, love. That's all for us. Now, why you wanna swing at me? I know why you're feeling a thousand degrees. I know you'd like to take one last shot of me. I know we've debated, but it's over, love. That's all for us. Now, why you wanna swing at me? Hamilton there with the first thing they've ever put out called Work It Out and that's I really like that song that's it's like nice. a jangly poppy kind of almost feel like it's a bit of a summer track and it's kind of weird that I only just got to it now they did actually put it out in the middle of August um, and before that we heard uh, the first thing that Max Frost has put out uh, part of his Paranoia EP that was the title track Paranoia uh, which came out a couple of weeks ago on the 4th. And we started out with Viet Cong and Continental Shelf. All very good. Uh, we were saying, um, wait, did we say that on the air or did I just mention it, that I had also picked Viet Cong? Yes, you said that before we played it. Okay, in that case, I need to repeat it. Oh, my turn to cough inappropriately. Um, just getting ready. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, so you've been sick and ill and poorly. It's the first time in a, several years that I've literally spent a whole day in bed under a blanket um, doing absolutely nothing because I was sick with some kind of horrible virus, which you can still hear the remains. So I'm going to listen to the recording of this show later and cringe because I sound... Uh, you sound... Rough. 
You sound as, you know, decrepit as usual. Uh, Thanks, Ben. I love you too. Mm. Uh, While you were doing nothing, what were you doing? Uh, I, I, quite a lot of the time I was sleeping, but when I got fed up with sleeping, I did spend a disproportionate amount of my weekend playing an iPhone game called Crossy Road. I should point out that mentioning this on air is a cruel trick on anybody listening, because they might download it and start playing it. It's weirdly addictive. You can you can play it and listen to the show at the same time. It's, it's basically modern Frogger. It's but it's basically all of the wonder of Flappy Bird combined with Frogger, um, combined with our own attention deficit disorder. Um, yeah. So um, amongst, as far as I can tell, amongst our friends, you and I, as a as a team, are it's not a team game. Uh, as a team, we are we're better than everybody else. My high score is currently 273 hops. Hmm, it's quite quite impressive. Uh, I, I've reached uh, 213. Um, I was sick, what's your excuse? Um, I'm clearly just more talented than you. Because uh, as far as I can tell, you, you know, there's, there's, there's friends up in Portland who've reached high scores of sort of 330, 380, 433 is one I saw earlier today. Uh, and it seems to just be related to the fact that they're sort of trapped under the polar vortex. Right, uh, so going outside would Portland mean... Portland is presumably completely inaccessible and inhospitable. I assume it's just exactly like Buffalo, um, Right, is, is my assumption. You're um, assuming the rest of the states is exactly like Buffalo, right? Yeah, now. I assume it's just... it's just a massive just Arctic wasteland um, from, you know... 20 miles north of here outwards. Right. Um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it might not be, but, you know, who's, who's, who's to really say? Someone who Weathermen, drove... Weathermen? Some kind of scientist? You could, I don't, I don't you could so. find out by just driving 25 miles north and seeing if it's a wasteland. I did not get round to getting my driving licence yet. I got my permit and then had six weeks to take the proper test and you didn't and, didn't and so it's expired so i've got to do the whole bullshit again it's amazing how many british people living in san francisco have that exact same story well it's amazing how many people living in san francisco don't actually need to drive anywhere ever um anyway so point is we're very good at this game um and we realize there's really there's only there's only really one thing to do which is to find out who's really the best like you had the advantage of being sort of decrepit and sick for weeks so you've, you've been able to practice like clock up clock up your high score I I'm I'm just playing all the rest of the time. Uh so so we propose a race. You proposed a race. I'm not sure this is a good thing to do to our listeners on air. Look, we're really good at radio. That much is not in doubt anymore. People people are having listening parties for this show. I think uh for those of you out there having listening parties for this show, I believe you may have overinflated my co-host's ego. But carry on, Ben, carry on. Look, we're fucking great. At this seriously it's been, it's been proven next time you have a listening party don't tell him please we, it's nothing to do with it. it's, it's, i, mean, I have to sit a, in the room a, with him it's a little bit to do with the listening party but no mostly you know we've got you know dozens of followers on twitter all right let's get on with this let's let's, yeah. let's so, try live on air having a race so we're going to try yeah. and see who can get to a score of 50 we've decided first. to race we're going to race to 50 we're going to do it live on the air for you listeners it's going to be classic radio um if you've never seen the game before Imagine anything you want. You'll hear sound effects. It'll be magical. It's going to be really stupid, but okay. It's, it's, it's going to be astonishing. Um, but as as British people having a race, there's really there's really we we figured out a cunning way to time box this whole ridiculous exercise. By the way, um, the race is to fifty points, and the race is time capped at 
1 minute and 27 seconds because that's the amount of time on <laughs> sorry the, the, the I'm, getting, I'm getting I'm I'm getting distracted by mentions so if if you watch if you watch motorsport in Britain during the 80s or I believe all of the 90s even now it is oh, look, it's still now. It came back. It went back to the BBC. The, it came. Look, here's the, I'm not even, I don't want to explain this. Just like, I want to explain this, because we'll we explain have it, American no, we'll, listeners. We'll explain it afterwards. All right. Because if we don't explain it, it's just going to be even more amazing. This is going to be ridiculous. I, I, yeah. I feel apologetic, but okay. Right. Are, you, are, you, are you queued up? Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. Okay. Hopefully people are, are you play what animal are you playing as? Uh, I'm some kind of frog. Okay, I am I'm a I'm I'm the little yellow duck. Oh, okay. Um so quacking noises are me. Ribbiting from rib- me. Ribbiting will be Simon. You're lucky I'm not playing as the cow. Uh, you, you could change. Alright. Uh so uh the race begins when the music start when 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 the appropriate part of the music starts. It's like a party game. Alright, go on then. Alright, you ready? Yes. Go. Uh. All right. I got this. Easy. Ah shit! I died. I'm at twenty. I'm at thirty-five. Oh no! I hit the side of it. Shit! 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 This is the stupidest thing we've ever done on the radio, my it's friend. The best radio we've ever done. It really isn't. But okay. What the hell are we doing, Ben? I cannot believe I'm playing this game on the radio right now. And I'm at 46. Shit! 50, 51. Ah. Congratulations, sir. I'm going to be really interested to know what that sounded like. Um, On air. I think that was the greatest radio that anyone listening has ever heard. Because it just made so much sense. I'm in shock that we just did that. Um, anyway. I'm, su- I'm surprised because we've pulled some bullshit in our time. I'm also glad I kicked your ass. Yeah, well, I mean, that was right. Especially as you were playing on a larger device than me. I don't think that's a massive advantage. Um, all right. Um, that, that was obviously the chain. Anyway, to, Mac. to explain uh, that, Or, yes. better known to all British people as the theme from Formula One. Uh I don't think any more explanation is required. Yeah, Formula One, Formula One on British TV. The coda to the chain by Fleetwood Mac is the theme music and has been for decades. Do you know? Do you know? While while I was preparing for this segment, because you'll be shocked to know I did prepare. Uh, I it, I was like, I'm sure it's the chain. It's definitely the chain. I started playing the chain. And I was like. Where's the fucking bass line? It's this a isn't, totally this different is, song turns, until the coda kicks yeah, in. Yeah, it turns out you've got to go like three minutes in to get to the good bit. Yeah. Um, oh, no, the, the early I, parts you know what in I, a different You know way. what I mean. I love that song, uh, personally. Yeah. Anyway, I love that album. It's one off, of my off, all-time favourite albums. Off the back of deciding that this would be a brilliant thing to do on the radio, because no one would find it tedious or weird whatsoever, I was also kind of relying on the fact that you'd win it quite quickly. Uh, <laughs> I, I had this terrible image of like both of us just like dying at twenty five points and just still being stuck here after you know. When you 10 proposed minutes. it last night, I actually practiced some more so that we, this, we wouldn't be locked you... in an interminable. Uh... No, for this, for the not not for the sake of winning, for the sake of radio. 
Oh, I see. It's it's your love of the art. It's my love of the arts <laughs> that, that <laughs> propelled me forward. Oh, uh, that's uh, that's 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 um, bullshit. Yeah, uh, we should, while right. we're talking about British sports themes, we yes. should also give an honourable mention to uh, the way it is by Bruce Hornsby and the Range, which for many years was the uh, one little snippet of that was what played behind the football scores. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so much, so many classic sport themes. Uh, I was going to say, after, after one, deciding that doing a race live on the air was a good idea, and two, looking up the chain, I then spent quite a long time at work yesterday just watching YouTube copies of like the Formula One intro over the years. It does, does get the spine tingling. But then I did used to really enjoy Formula One as a child. Yeah, me too. Well, I, yeah. the weird thing for me was I, I lived five miles from Brands Hatch when it was still used as a Formula One race circuit. Mm. So we used, to have, we used to do this weird thing where we'd put on the, the Formula One on the TV and most of the sound that was going on would be the sound of race cars zipping around. So we'd just sort of end up muting the TV so we could hear the live sound of race cars drifting over uh, from Brands Hatch. That's quite, that's quite nice. It was quite odd, but... Good, but Brands Hatch isn't a Formula One course anymore because it's no. decrepit and rubbish. <laughs> do they still race there at all? Uh, they do things like motorbike races and stuff. Uh, so TT uh, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Never, I can never get into anything other than Formula One. Um, anyway, no. uh, so that was a nice. That was a that was a nice little segue. I enjoyed that. It was um, fun. I, I really hope. I really hope that it wasn't just a load of incomprehensible noise. We, we, I've, I've, outside I've of been, the studio, uh, I've been quoted on the internet as saying this is the best radio we've ever done, which obviously I'm going to take as an endorsement. Right. Uh, quoted without comment, but quoted all the same. You're listening to Eclectic Kettle number 42, The Answer, uh, from November 24th, 2014. Uh, a reminder that you can support the 2018 BFF.FM winter fundraiser by going to bff.fm slash donate uh, please support local community radio we do it because we love it now here's the rest of the show
that was Micah P. Henson, um, which uh, the song name is really, really long. Can you read it out for me? Seven horses seen all through the hours, comma, still comes another day. You don't have, you don't what? <laughs> I don't know if you had to pronounce the uh, uh, punctuation there as well. I think it was uh, important. It, I, I think it when, might have been. I think when song names have commas in them, they deserve their full... Uh, <laughs> their, full their full attention. That uh, is a fuck of a title. I, it, it, it's appropriate that you started that segment with, with a song titled What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, anyway, that's why Michael P. Hinson from his 2010 album, Michael P. Hinson and, Michael P. Hinson and the Pioneer Saboteurs, uh, on the subject of very well-named albums, uh, Michael P. Hinson's entire back catalogue. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, is gloriously named because most of them, certainly the full-length albums, are all following the format Micah P. Hinson and something. Uh, his first record back in 2004 was uh, Micah P. Hinson and the Gospel of Progress, and then there was something else, and then 2010s was uh, yes, uh, the, the Pioneer Saboteurs, and then there's an album out this year, which... Um, so the reason for playing that older song uh, is that they did a 500-run uh, vinyl reissue of that which I picked up in Rough Trade when I was back on my holidays. Um, and it's, it's rather glorious. He's got an album out this year called uh, Micah P. Henson and Nowhere. Um, before that, we played Repetition by Trampled by Turtles. Thank you, to, thank you to my dad for linking me to that one. That's from their album Wild Animals. Um, before that, Kings and Queens by Allo Darling. Uh, that's also one of Rough Trade's uh, records of the week from a few few weeks back when I was back home in England, and then we opened up that set with Broncho's What? We did uh, We did play Allo Darling while you were away. Um, I really, really like that album. Um, it's it's lovely and poppy and twee and folksy and very, you know, fits in with that whole kind of Golden Girls, Veronica Falls kind of scene that I like. Yes, definitely. Um, um, meanwhile, I just read out four song titles in a row and I'm tired. What's, are you? Yeah. Right. And presum- presumably, our, I couldn't our, help. Presumably, our, our friends uh, would like to hear some friend, more music. No, I was going to say presumably. Our, I mean, maybe, but uh, <laughs> no, they're not listening for the music, are they? Shit. At least part. Uh, I was going to say no. I was going to say our friends over in uh, over, over over near the Panhandle are presumably just like off their faces after four, four songs, songs in a row. row. Four four no. entire four. teacups of wine. <laughs> that's a that's a. Significant measure. Um, I, I couldn't help while you were explaining in depth Micah P. Henson's album naming scheme. Yes. Uh, I couldn't help thinking of him as the Harry Potter of folk. <laughs> I he Micah he does he does wear glasses. Click on and the click prisoner on his, of Azkaban. Click on his name. Does that no? Work? He's all grayed out in a weird Spotify way. Oh, okay. Then don't. Uh, yeah, no. He's 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 kind of scrawny and bespectacled. Um. He might be a wizard. Maybe. I, I, his, Jesus Christ, his voice and string arrangements just freaking melt me. So, you know, big fan. Indeed. We've been getting into the folksy stuff a bit recently here. Uh, played the new Father John Misty recently. I'm still inordinately excited about having tickets for his show in mm-hmm. Felton in January. Um, and talk about a good voice. Indeed, indeed. Um, on the subject of any kind of voice. Do you want to play the next song? Because we've 
we've we've we've added up how much music has got left, and, and it turned it's out the, most of the turned show. out the uh, live crossy road may yes. have fucked up the schedule a little well, bit. Well, talk, talking of live shows, I did go to see a live show uh, last Thursday, which was extremely good, except it was in the Warfield. Don't buy tickets for the Warfield unless they fire all of their management and actually start running a proper venue. Um, it's an utter clusterfuck, and they should be ashamed. Um, however, it did give <laughs> it did give us. It did give us time to uh, sample possibly too many of the delightful beers at Michelob Bar around the corner. Um, but when we finally got in, we did see uh, most of uh, FKA Twig's show. Um, and I realized that I, I think you have been, but I've never played any tracks from her uh, album from earlier this year. We, yeah, we caught, well, we played one of the tracks on the day it came out. Right, um, but because we're, we're cool. Well, I I I'd played Water Me from the EP weeks before that because we're cool. Well, um, right, we collectively, even if you're potentially, you know, faster at Crossy Bird than me, Crossy collectively. Road, yeah. See, I keep saying Crossy Bird because Flappy Road. Continue. Anyway, do you know why she's called FKA Twigs? I was going to ask you, what does FKA stand for? Do you, did you already know this, and you're just humouring me? No. Um, so yeah, I was I found this out while I was doing some research. So it turns out that she was originally performing under the name Twigs, which was a nickname she picked up because she has particularly clicky joints. Mm. So people in school called her Twigs. But then another artist who'd been performing longer as Twigs said, would you mind changing your name, love? So the FKA is formally known as. Mm. That makes quite a lot of sense. Yeah, I thought it was just some sort of avant-garde naming thing, but it actually makes perfect sense. So there you go. That's FKA Twigs. Uh, we're going to play a song from her because she's wonderful and she's amazing live. But if she ever performs at the Warfield again, I'm not going to go see it because fuck them. <laughs> this is two weeks. <laughs> Oh 
Miller Blood, that was, uh, with Grace from their new-ish Meridian EP. came out uh, October 20th, I think. First thing from them. They're a British act. I presume their name is a sly reference, no, not sly reference, to Zola Bud. Do you remember Zola Bud? No. She was an Olympic, uh, I think, mid-distance runner. Um, was famous for not wearing shoes. She ran. When you, when you say slimy reference, you just mean it's the same name. It's a slight pun. No, her name was Bud. B U double D. Oh, I miss it. There's Zola Blood. I see. Okay, that, that that's that's slyer. It's slightly slyer than than it just being than it just being her name. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Um, no, she she ran in one Olympic Games for Great Britain, having got citizenship via her grandfather or something. She was actually South African, but it was during apartheid, so she couldn't run for South Africa. Oh. So she ran for Great Britain, and then, uh, you know, uh, Nelson Mandela was freed and apartheid was ended, and she ran for South Africa in a subsequent Games. But she was famous for not wearing shoes. Good facts. Yeah, so I, I, I presume that their name is a reference to her. Seems reasonable. Um, for that. Before that, we had two weeks from FKA Twigs off uh, LP1, which came out uh, back in August. <clears throat> excellent, excellent. Yeah, so it's, was been, the... it's been a dense moment of facts from me recently. I'm, I'm all facted out. I mean, obviously, it's been a, um intense show full of really just just valuable experiences, um, I think we'll, we'll say. Um I, I uh, yeah. Let's just carry on with the program that we're doing right now. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to play some new songs that I randomly stumbled upon. A pos. A pos. Words that's are not even, hard. That's not even slightly a word. <laughs> Words are hard. It's why I just try to play video games on the air. It's uh, they make the noises for me. You realise that's not becoming a regular feature, right? Don't know, depends what I'm drawing I mean, a line in the sand now. What if what if a, what if Crossy Road Two comes out? I might take you on at Crossy Road. <laughs> I'm not sure how they're going to improve Crossy we, uh, Road. We, but... we we got a fave from the creator of Crossy Road, so the entire segment was justified. Um, anyway, this, this is how Ben measures his life worth is in in Twitter faves. Anyway, we have got 20 minutes left. Let's put some engage, music in those minutes. Engage, engage, engagement, man. It's it, I, from what I hear, it's all that fucking matters. Right. Anyway, uh, this is the Districts. This track is called Fourth and Rolling. It's from an album of the same name. Um, and uh, yes, enjoy this. Bad. 
Lakes of Fire by Belle Ghoul from uh, their record Rabbits, Moons and Dooms Day. I don't know. It gets, uh, tr- it gets truncated at that point. Um, yeah, Rabbits, Moon and Doomsday. Good. I've got Rabbits, Moon and Dooms here, which is also a valid name. Um, and before that, Fourth and Roebling from the Districts. Um, I really enjoyed that. Oh, it's so good. Um, honestly, both of them together. Pretty, yeah. pretty pleased. I'm sort of liking this this uh, trend back towards slightly more bluesy, funky stuff that's come in this year. I mean, Hamilton Lighthouse's whole album was very much in that sort of vein. Uh, the track I played earlier tonight, the Max Frost, is very much going that way. Yep. Um, there have been other things I've played throughout the year. Like I'm, I'm realizing with increasing trepidation that I'm going to have to put together. Um, we're going to have to put together our favorite of the end of the year list soon, and it's going to be really hard this year. Yeah, as I was saying, a lot of good I'm going. Music. I will be going back to. I will be going back to the UK for Christmas, which means you may find yourself with a show to yourself, Excellent. in which you can um, indulge. Whatever uh, self-absorbed malevolence. I don't know why I said malevolence. Basically, I'm not going to play Slow Club. I do like them, but not as much as you. No. You know who I am going to play. I don't know if that record's in my top of the year. I like it a lot, but I don't know that it really... Doesn't it? Doesn't I don't know if it stands out still. You know the one that still stands out for me that you're going to hate me putting in the end of year? Go on. Future Islands. (sighs) It's still good. It's still good. Anyway... Uh, we we are rapidly running out of time. We're in the last ten minutes of the show, and we've subjected you to an, a live on-air computer game race, amongst other things tonight. And so we're going to play you out with a couple of tracks back to back. I think these two go together quite well. The first came out at the start of October. Um, it's the latest EP from Paul Cook and the Chronicles. Um, the Thunderbolt EP, and the track I'm going to play was called A Real Thunderbolt. And then I'm going to play an artist I know nothing about, um, but who, th- there's a, there's almost, there's almost a sort of Toto vibe going on, but they veer out of that and, and do some interesting stuff. It's a band called Told, T, the way I see it, I, I've seen it written, it's stylized like T-O-L-D, like initials with periods in between and stuff. Um, they put out an EP called The Heaven EP uh, yesterday. Or no, a week ago, sorry. Um, and the track I'm going to play from them is called Lucifer's Eyes. Uh, that is going to take up our time until 10 o'clock. We would normally be followed by sounds in the dark. I don't know whether that's going to happen, because Eric is not here yet. Yep, who knows? Could be a pre-recorded show. Could be the auto-DJ. Stay tuned to find out. Could be anything. Uh, it's a mystery to us. Uh, all will be revealed in eight minutes. In the meantime, thank you for listening to Eclectic Kettle. Thank you for holding listening parties in honour of Eclectic Kettle. Um, in, in, well, hang on. In honour is a pretty strong phrase. It's, we are glad to provide an excuse for you to drink. That's, uh, that's, that's, all we've, that's, that's really... It's more than we ever thought we'd achieve. Indeed. <laughs> Uh, whatever, whatever brought you to listen to uh, this this chaotic mix of music and nonsense. Uh, we hope you enjoyed at least some of it, and we'll see you next week for more of the same, but not any more Crossy Road tournaments. Um, I don't know. I might. Depends. Depends how. Depends how good my high score goes this week. No. All right. Fine. Thank you very much. Good night. See you next Tuesday. Uh, this is Paul Cook and the Chronicles with a real thunderbolt. 
Someone to talk to late at night Someone who fits you right Someone to listen to good albums with Someone to pass the hours with Someone who has good taste in cinema A passenger for your car Someone who makes your heart go boom, boom, boom Someone you see across a crowded room Someone who makes your heart choke Not so okay, girl A real something for you Someone you want to battle for Someone who claims you with a smile Someone who makes it all worthwhile Thunderbolt.